Welcome, welcome to Pocketoid, the internet's longest-running handheld gaming podcast hosted by uh, two wrestling dads. Two dads that love wrestling, and that's all (laughs) this podcast is about anymore. Uh, My name is Addison, and you can follow me on the internet at Addison underscore L, and with me, as always, is my lovely co-dad, it's Jordan. You can follow me on Twitter at Jackal27. Yeah. And um, you can follow the show at Pocketoid, where you will find a pinned tweet where you can check out the Discord and hang out with a bunch of cool people and talk about video games and find people to play video games with and, uh, you know, just talk about whatever. It's a uh, everyone welcome chill zone. It's a good time. Yes. And, I love everyone. Uh, welcome, chill zones. Yes, and uh, sometimes we uh, stream. Um, there is no commitment to a schedule on that currently, no. but you can uh, find the show on Twitch at Twitch.tv/pocketoid. I almost said Twitch.com.tv. Uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, this week Jordan and I uh, did one of those things where you're like physically near another person and you do things. (laughs) Um, I don't know if you've heard of this before, but we, we hung out and on like, you know, the real human physical plane. And uh, we went up to Kansas city and we went to an arcade and we went and saw the big strong boys do a hurt on each other and the strong, the strong girls do a hurt on each other (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh, it was a good time, and uh, I never thought I would get to go to a wrestling show with Jordan, but uh, I did, and it ruled. And uh, it was pretty I'm fun. Really happy that we got to do that. Yeah, it was um, fun. So at the arcade, uh, I had been so it was up down in uh, Kansas City, and I had been there not that long ago, and I was really disappointed with. The machines they had in they um yeah they kind of swap like, their machines out now and then yeah they like rotate stuff in and out they have some stuff that's like in there almost always like the big six person x-men arcade machine yeah um or like gauntlet legends i feel like that's almost always there um yeah. but they had switched some stuff out since the last time i was there and they had a ninja baseball batman machine yes. which i was incredibly surprised to see um i don't know how much it of looks it like it's original. probably a reproduction yeah it doesn't like the art doesn't look like the original art or anything so i'm like this is probably yeah. some of this is probably restored but the crt looked i mean it was using a crt display and everything so i was like i don't know of course the display was super sharp too so who knows it could have been built from scratch just recently but and the buttons felt really good so i was like this is, feels pretty new but i don't know who's building brand new ninja baseball batman machines in 2021 but apparently i i don't know i'm i'm like kind of wondering if maybe like one of the managers or owners or somebody just had someone like make it for him and yeah like maybe they were just like a big fan or something i don't know um but that was it really almost cool it, it, it was and it almost made up for the fact that they've removed lucky and wild which is just unacceptable yeah yeah that is <sighs> i'm still still not over that no, I got my uh, my ass beat at Blitz. Um, <laughs> very much humbled in in the realm of Blitz. That was uh, 
that was still fun to play though. And um, then I set the the high score on Tapper. Yeah, so Tapper's really good. I, I've good been game. playing a lot of Tapper on my Mister, and I felt prepared. So uh, <laughs> I feel like that furthers the argument of like how authentic and and well done the Mister cores are because. <laughs> I mean, without that, I wouldn't have been able to set the the high score on an actual tapper machine, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, probably. So, as far as I'm concerned, you know, it was money well spent because now <laughs> my initials are on that tapper machine, unless they unplugged it, which maybe unless they, they unplug it someday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I was gonna say they also had. Uh, what is it? Neo? Yeah, Neo, which is a really cool shooter, was out. They had mm-hmm. they had a bunch of cool stuff out that uh, a couple of things yeah, I haven't seen before, but just stuff I haven't seen in a while. Had a lot of like s- some more obscure stuff. Like I feel like the last couple times I've been there was more kind of mainline stuff and some new uh, some of those new pinball tables. Um, I got to play the old Adams Family pinball table, which was really it's nice. So good. Uh, that's one of my. I favorites. wish they. I wish they had the uh, Jurassic Park table in there. Me um, too. Someone is selling one locally, and I'm very oh. tempted to buy it. But it's like three hundred dollars, and I'm like, uh, only three hundred. Well, it might be more than that. I I could be wrong. Let me look and see. I would buy but that for three hundred dollars. I think he's wanting to trade it for something though, rather than like just straight up sell it for cash. So I don't know. Mm. Hmm. I should look into it. That would be very cool to have. Um, but yeah, that was, that was a good time. Do you have anything else that you want to, uh, to add or to talk about from that? Um, no, it was fun and the wrestle was fun and, uh, had a good time. That's about it. All right. Well, um, I, I didn't have really anything else to to goof on or anything halloween is unfortunately over um so and now we're into eat all the food season and uh i've been enjoying the the colder weather and just like hanging out (laughs) and just feeling like yeah i'm not the only one that's just staying inside now now it's my time to shine (laughs) (laughs) everyone Everyone wants to do what I want to do now, which is nothing. <laughs> um, which is a great excuse to play video games. So, yeah. Uh, what games have you been playing, Jordan? Oh, man. I've actually been playing quite a few video games, surprisingly. Um, so we we had Halloween uh, since we recorded last. And while I mostly just watched more horror movies, I played a bunch of spooky games and also captured some stuff for the blog. So I played like a few hours of silent Hill one. Um, and that's a good game. I have never, I had never played it on a CRT before, but yeah, the, uh, the CRT sure does clear up a lot of that dithering that it's known for, but not all of it. It's that game is so heavily dithered. You can still see dithering over composite, which is like crazy. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's like, it has like quadruple dithering it's wild but uh i like yeah so i I played some uh some silent hill oh and then like the game i played on halloween night i like i don't know why but i was just like i'm gonna hook up my old like 80s mitsubishi set and like play some nes or i I thought at first i was like i'm gonna capture some stuff you know for the blog from the nes on here and then i sat down and started up castlevania 3 and i just wound up not 
capturing anything and just playing Castlevania three for an entire evening. What a great game. Oh yeah. And it's just, <laughs> and it's also just, it's also just a cool, cool to play it on like an eighties TV it just feels very authentic. And so I had a great night doing that, like on Halloween night. Um, yeah, Halloween was great. And then I, after Halloween, I like went and like started playing my switch some more. Uh, and I decided cause the new animal crossing DLC was coming out that I was going to like, uh, start playing animal crossing again because, and I confirmed with Nintendo and my Island is gone for good. My original mm. 500 hour Island is just gone, lost to the wind. But I was like, I'm going to start a new one. And so I have a story to tell you. So I decided I was going to start a new Island and I was like, you know what, if I'm going to start a new Island, I'm going to make it perfect. It's going to be exactly what I want. I'm going to, I'm going to get a map that's going to have a centered airport. Cause you know, the airport and the residential center never like line up correctly. They're always yeah. like, a little off from each other. I was like, I'm going to keep restarting and re-rolling on the, on my four Island choices until I find one where I get like a centered airport along with a centered uh, residential center. So that took me about, you know, a few hours of just trying and restarting over and over and over again. And then eventually I found one and then I went in and I was like, oh, but this isn't exactly what I want. You know, I don't really like, I don't really like where the peninsula is and I don't like where the dock is. So I started doing it again. And oh then my I, God. And then I, then I got another one and I was like, you know what? I still don't like this because now the rivers are both to the south. So I started doing it again. And, and I rolled... I, I rolled New Islands for three days straight, Addison. <laughs> Until I eventually found like the perfect island that had an east there, no, had a west facing river, and it had and then it had a centered airport and a centered residential center. And I went in and I was like, okay, I'm going to start playing. And you know what happened? I was not having any fun, and I was just oh. like, and, it, and I sort of just realized like doing this has like ruined this for me. Like I, like I'm just not, this sucks. Like <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but I, I was like, I kind of realized like, I think the problem isn't that I want the perfect Island, but that I can't have my Island ever again. You know, I can't like ever find the, pro I, it's not that I can't find the perfect Island. It's that I'm, I can't accept the imperfections in myself. <laughs> and so I went back and I re-rolled one last time. And I said, I'm just going to pick whatever shows up. I don't even give a shit. And I'm just going to enjoy this game for what it is. Who cares? And I re-roll that last time. And this, you're not going to believe me when I say this, but I got my original map, like the first, my first island that I started with originally. And it had a perfectly aligned airport and residential center. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> After re-rolling just one last time and I picked it, and I've been having a blast and I've been playing uh, it for the last okay. day and a half. And I was just like, you know what? Because once I let go of all that shit and I was just like, you know what? I don't care. I'm just going to dive into this. It's not about because like that's the thing. If you really worry so much about making everything just perfect in Animal Crossing, you're just going to have a bad time. It's why it's why it's why everyone shits on this game because they, you know, s speed run the whole thing by cheating and use up all the content in five days and then say, Oh, there's not enough content here. <laughs> I was really um, worried that that story was ending with you. Um, like being like, yeah, so I don't like animal crossing anymore. No, like, I can't play it anymore. <laughs> like, no, no. Yeah. I just like, yeah, I was just, it's just, I'm a perfectionist and I, I have to figure out ways to let that go sometimes. And 
what do you know? Whenever I do let it go, I wind up finding what I wanted in the first place. So, um, but the, uh, I am going to do a bit of time traveling though, just because I'm not waiting another month to unlock all the stuff (laughs) that I want to be able to use. It is very hard. It is very hard to go back to like only using flimsy nets and flimsy rods and like never having any iron ore. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I'm going to do that. I mean, I've already done it once. I don't care. So I can also like just come by and drop off extras of whatever you need. Cause Lord knows I have a shitload of it in my, uh, my storage. Yeah. If anyone wants to donate to the, uh, Jordan recovery fund, uh, now accepting donations, my airport is open for business. I will, I'll take it all please. And thank you. <laughs> I lost, <laughs> what did I have on my, on my old Island? I had like 40 million bells and like something. Yeah. Something stupid it, yeah. like that. It's all gone. All gone. We'll get, we'll get it back though. But anyway, so that's my Animal Crossing story. Uh, it's a good game. I like it. I'm having fun. Um, the last time I played Animal Crossing, I d- did not have my blog to make content for, though. So I'm curious to see how these two giant time sinks are going to intersect with each other. But, you know, um, on the complete opposite end of the spectrum, I've also been playing a new game that I'm going to review today. Yeah. Uh, all right, so I've I've also been playing another game that is like the complete opposite of Animal Crossing, and that game is Dusk for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, if you haven't heard of Dusk, it is well, first of all, Dusk is twenty dollars, and it comes to us from uh, publisher and developer New Blood Interactive. I, I guess they didn't send us a review copy, but I just went I like sent out for one, and when they didn't answer within like a day, I was like, I'm still buying this because I really want it, uh, and I was. <laughs> I was correct to do so. Dusk is fucking awesome. Um, so if you don't know what Dusk is, it is a uh, boomer shooter. So if you don't know what that is, it's like the old school shooters like Doom or Ion Maiden or Quake or any of those. And, and there's, they've kind of been seeing a big revival in the last few years. Dusk is definitely, I think, um, probably the best of those revival games. I mean, Ion Maiden is great uh, as far as like visuals and stuff go, but this game just feels so good to play. And, um, Dusk is, uh, I really really wish I would have had it like on Halloween actually, because it would have made a great spooky game to play. You basically just play as this dude who's dropped into this like, uh, village and there's some culty shit going on and there's like Lovecraftian stuff and dudes with chainsaws and masks over their head. And it kind of has like the grimy vibe of like a Texas chainsaw massacre mixed together with like, uh, like Lovecraftian monsters and, you know, all the weapons and combat of Doom 2016. <laughs> so if that sounds cool to you, I think you'll enjoy this game a lot. Um, one thing that's dope is they really, really... I know that, the, that it's been an, a long time coming on this Switch port because they worked their butts off to make it, like, the best it could be. And they really, really nailed it. Um, runs it, like, a perfect 60 frames per second. Uh, runs at, like, max resolutions in handheld and in docked mode. Um, also like has all these options for, uh, different graphical stuff you can do. You can like pixelate the visuals more to make them look a little lower resolution. You can upscale them if you want to make them, you know, look more like modern. Um, you can like change different lighting styles and all kinds of stuff. Uh, and they've got, and like, you can, I think you can adjust, ah, I won't say that cause I can't remember if you can or not, but. Um, and it's good. It's, it's hard to really dive into like 
a boomer shooter like this and say all the things that make it good but uh like it's a it's a very good game you jump in you do the shoots it has great level layouts you pick up the keys you open the doors you shoot more guys um let me try and think okay so like i guess if i was trying to differentiate this one from like other more recent boomer shooters i'd say that this one has like a really cool variety of enemies uh it also has a really neat feature that lets you like quick save uh, and quick load anytime you want to just by holding down or up on the d-pad which is pretty cool um hmm. it has a, a big range of difficulties so if you're like a big baby and these games are too hard for you there's like a really awesome accessible difficulty that i tried for a little while and it was like just i was like barely taking any damage and i wasn't having fun so i jumped up immediately <laughs> but but i was like oh that's really cool like if i was younger and this kind of game was really hard for me that would be a really great option um it also has way more of like a doom 2016 vibe than i'd say like an old school doom vibe like it even has like the metal soundtrack that just kicks in at certain moments and is fucking awesome um and it kind of has that like really like fast uh not floaty movement but you can like you know what i mean like that almost like a superhero jump that you get in doom 2016 like yeah it, it, yeah. it kind of feels like you're flying that, all over the place that incredible hulk jump yeah, it's like you kind of have like the movement feels very similar <clears throat> to that to me, um, just kind of with like low poly visuals and uh, more old, old school weapon choices. You know, if I had to pick like one negative, I guess that's what it would be, is that the weapon choices are very standard. They're not like like there's this isn't Turok 2. You're not going to get like a cerebral bore type thing here. And I think that they that's kind of a missed opportunity. But, you know, you get your like typical pistols and shotguns and you know, assault rifles and grenade launchers and those kinds of things. Um, but yeah, it would have been cool to see like a little more creativity with the weapons. But one thing they do that they do do a lot in this game though, is they have like physics based stuff. So you can like pick up like a saw blade and throw it and it'll bounce around the room and cut guys in half and stuff, which is neat. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a great game. Dusk is, I'd say, I think it's probably the best one of these like, modern retro shooter revival games uh and if you like first person shooters or just action games or like horror themed games in general i'd say it's essential for the switch i think it's one of the best games that i've played in the last year it's extremely extremely good uh and for 20 bucks like you really can't beat it i would have easily paid a lot more for this game um and it's dope so yeah buy it it's fantastic Does it have any sort of like multiplayer functionality? I don't think it does. I have if it does, I haven't messed with it at all. But now that I'm thinking back on, it, I think it's just like straight. Let me check. Yeah, it's just one player. It says one player on the website. So okay, nope, it's just straight play the campaign and shoot the cultists and I don't know. Use your oh one one thing that is pretty dope is most of the weapons can be dual wielded. Uh, and dual wielding shotguns just feels amazing because, like, whenever you reload <laughs> them, you just re you reload them like Arnold Schwarzenegger does in Terminator Two, where you kind of like wrote like swing it up in a circle. <laughs> it's just the sickest. Yeah. So you've got two shotguns that you're just like like constantly <laughs> flipping like that. Um, and there's like this one power up you can find that lets you fire at like four times speed. So if you find that and then whip out the shotguns, you're just like Doo -doo 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 -doo. <laughs> like it's like automatic shotgun fire feels very good it just feels good to play and it's fun and it's great and you should buy it i think everyone would would find something to enjoy in dusk so nice yeah uh, all right what else have you been playing that's that well besides our big 
game we're going to talk about later. That's uh, that's it for me. So okay. why don't you tell me about what you've been playing? All right, I can do that. Um, so I have been really trying to focus on Metroid because um, I, I just really want to get to the end of that. I want to see it. And I am at the very last boss, and uh, I've I've tried him a couple times, and he has kicked my ass. And so, um, as soon as we get done here, I'm uh, I'm gonna take a shower, and then I'm gonna get back on the switch, and I'm gonna try and beat him. Nice. I was really hoping I can get that done today, but we'll see. I was getting real mad at that game yesterday. <laughs> uh, it's it's still really good though, and like. Which phase have you gotten to on the final boss so far? Uh, I have, you know, you know, just just the first, just the <laughs> but, first phase. Oh, yeah, man. but to be fair, I've I've like literally only done it like two times. Oh, okay. Um, so something I was thinking about while I was playing Metroid yesterday, though, is like playing it. I was like, man, uh, maybe. I would be able to get into some of those uh, Soulsborne games because, like, mm. I feel like this combat, and I know that this is such a tired conversation, but, like, it's, like, <laughs> really been, like, one of the only times I've ever felt this way. But, like, going through some of those boss fights, I was like, I can, I can kind of see, like, the, satis- like the, the feeling of satisfaction that you can get from this of, like, learning the movements, learning the tells, uh, and like just trying to get that pattern recognition down and, and make it through. And so I was like, man, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I should try one of those again. That kind of um, makes sense. Actually. I never, I never would have, as soon as you were making that comparison, I was about to start rolling my eyes. But now that you say that, like, yeah, no, I could definitely see that a little bit. Yeah. Like someone was watching me, um, play through one of them, or no, they weren't watching me. They were just like, I was on a discord call while I was playing and they were like oh, listening yeah. to me and they were just like, Hey, uh, you know, maybe you would be able to get into some of these, uh, bloodborne dark souls games. Cause like, it yeah. sounds like you're, you know, like you kind of figured out the formula and I was like, you know, I was thinking the same thing. So one of these I days, the har- I'll, oh, go ahead. I'll, one of these days I'll get back to it. I'll probably, uh, you know, maybe give Bloodborne another try. Yeah. I, I will I will say that, like, the thing I would say that differentiates those games is, like, sometimes just everyday enemies or certain sections of the map can have that feeling where you're like, yeah. oh, my God, <laughs> please yeah, let me through. True. <laughs> um, I also, yesterday, uh, because I had several friends that were wanting to play it, and I was kind of intrigued. I uh, traded in one Mario Party for another. Oh, uh, no. So I, uh, I I traded in Super Mario Party to get Mario Party Superstars because, like, after trade-in, I only had to spend, like, 25 or, like, $20 on it. And I was like, That's okay. That's not bad. I'll, I'll go ahead and do this. Um, and also, like, the Super Mario Party I didn't even originally buy. That was gifted to me so it's like yeah. you know what oh this is worth it i guess and uh i regret to inform you that i'm i might i might be a mario party person now oh no uh i need to play more of this but this seems to be like 
the Mario Party that people have wanted for a long time. Really? Because um, you've got like all these mini games and boards from Mario Parties like one through ten, and uh, they have like all these really cool options and like quality of life things going on for like the online play. Like this is a Nintendo online game where if you disconnect, you can reconnect to the game. Mm. And like you can uh, like save an online game and come back to it or come back to it and just replace real players with CPU players. Um, And so I'm just like, are are we sure that Nintendo made this game? (laughs) There's a lot of a lot of stuff in here that sure does not seem very Nintendo to me about this. Yeah. Um, but then the uh, some of the menus get a little goofy. I'm like, oh, okay, there it is. There's the Nintendo. <laughs> uh, but there's also like a lot of really cool uh, unlockable stuff because you like earn coins that you bank from just playing regular Mario bleh, regular Mario Party and from doing like mini games cuz like you can go to this thing called Mini Game Mountain and just play like random mini games or play like a set amount of them and you mm. can, like mark a bunch of like your favorite ones um and so then with like those coins that you earn you can buy like stickers that you can like spam during the game so like <laughs> someone can uh like lose a star and you can just like keep spamming like Mario going oh no <laughs> like stuff like That's that very good. um then like you can collect encyclopedia pages that just kind of give like history behind Mario Party 1, Mario Party 2 and so on and like different boards and characters and that kind of stuff and um buy like new music uh you have like a little um kind of like a hunter card from um monster hunter except your it's your mario party card that you can exchange with people online (laughs) and you can buy like new skins for that uh so yeah it's uh it's it's a it's a good mario party (laughs) and i'm i'm looking forward to playing more of that with real human people and not like online people but it's it's pretty neat um i think i'm gonna probably have to make you play that at some point oh no yeah we'll we'll see we'll see you can what try you, uh, what you say <laughs> um another game that i have been just kind of um, checking into here and there is pikmin bloom mm. have you I've heard, have you heard I've much heard, about I've, this not much but i see people in our chat talking about it sometimes so Pikmin Bloom is the new Niantic game um, made between Niantic, the people that make Pokemon Go, and mm. um, Nintendo. And it's just the most wholesome uh, mobile game I think I've ever played. <laughs> it's just <laughs> the whole like uh, game loop of it is you walk with your Pikmin and you plant flowers. And that's, you know to you know that's pretty much it like there's some more (laughs) stuff to it but like uh for the most part you're just walking and planting flowers with your pikmin but i'm kind of surprised this exists because it kind of seemed to me that nintendo was like getting out of the mobile games business yeah yeah i'm i'm really curious about the history behind this and like how it came to be and um like it feels very Miyamoto to me, but that could just be because it's Pikmin and Pikmin is very mm-hmm. Miyamoto. 
I, like, I wonder if he was like, no, I, I saw Pokemon Go. I want to do that with my Pikmin children. Uh, <laughs> but so you start off and you get like a, a couple Pikmin and you get like a Pikmin seed and you plant that and you have to walk a thousand steps before you can uh, harvest that. And then, you know, after every time you harvest a Pikmin that you've planted, you add that to your ranks. But um, as you level up, you can have more in your squad. But you can still have, you know, you can still keep harvesting as many as you want. But mm. you can only walk around with so many at a time. Um, and then you can send your Pikmin out on expeditions. So you can have them go, uh, you know, maybe you've walked past an area... And in that area, there was a lemon and you didn't, you know, you weren't playing at the time, but you went past it. And so, you know, you check in whenever you're home and you see, oh, um, I, I passed by a lemon today and you can send out, you know, six of your Pikmin to go get the lemon and bring it back to you. So you select them and they go off to do that. And then it'll tell you, you know, based on <clears throat> how experienced your Pikmin are and how far away the item is it'll be like you know maybe it'll say like uh they'll be back with this item in five minutes mm. or uh <laughs> maybe you go to kansas city and you come home and you tell the pikmin to, like no you have to walk from here to kansas city and get this <laughs> uh plum that was at the arcade <laughs> and then it takes them three days <laughs> uh, and then you can use that fruit to get more nectar and with the nectar there's different colors and you feed the different nectars to your pikmin and that makes their their heads bloom and then so you get um petals from that and you use those petals to plant so you can like turn on flower planting and as you're walking you just create a trail of flowers and other people can see like, oh, these flowers were planted by this person and their Pikmin. Um, and it's just like, you know, in a lot of ways it's similar to Pokemon Go, but it's just, there's no, it's all cooperation stuff. Like there's not any sort of like teams to compete against or anything. It's just mm. all very like, we're just hanging out, planting flowers and like picking up apples. <laughs> like it's so stupid i sound like an idiot explaining this but for some reason i'm just really enjoying it um and so uh if you are listening to this and you're not in the discord or maybe you are in the discord and you just missed it um some of us that have been playing have uh, posted our friend codes in a channel over there so um if you are interested in checking out pikmin and need some friends for that then check out the discord sweet um, and then the Animal Crossing update is finally here. Uh, so you kind of, you, you talked about Animal Crossing a little bit already, but have I haven't you, played any of the update stuff though. I can't, you haven't yet, seen any so. of the update stuff. I can't, I can't do anything yet. I don't have any, I don't even have a residential center. I'm still running around oh. collecting bugs and the museum isn't even built yet. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, man, I forgot how bare bones it is when you start. Because I was Dude, when you, like, that's so why you I'm even, like, I'm, I'm time traveling. I'm not waiting anymore. Yeah. I'm, like, there's so no way. you don't even have cap in there? Nope. I don't have anything yet. I can't even get across Damn. the river yet. Damn. Okay. All right. <laughs> welcome to, well, welcome to <laughs> playing Animal Crossing week one again. 
Well, there is uh, so much new stuff, and uh, it's really hard to kind of keep track of all of it, but I've really <laughs> been enjoying um, collecting all these new gyroids and uh, going and just seeing all the new items that pop up here and there and um, building out the little community on Harv's Island. And uh, it's nice. It feels like we're getting the long-awaited kind of Animal Crossing renaissance. And uh, I've been very much enjoying seeing, like, the little bubbles pop up again when I'm playing that say, like, hey, blah, blah, blah is online. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot that this was a thing because (laughs) so many people had not been playing this. And I just uh, felt like it had just been me playing Animal Crossing for a while. The DLC also came out, and uh, that is available alongside the Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pass, if you have that, or you can just buy it separately for $25, and to be honest... How does it work with the Expansion Pass? Does it just, like, show up, or, like... uh, I think you have to, like... How does it work? I think you have to go on the eShop and, like, claim it from, like, the Nintendo Mm. Switch Online section. Okay. Um... But then after that, once you have it and you boot the game up, you get a call and Tom Nook is like, hey, uh, I, come in. I want to introduce you to someone. And then they kind of explain everything. Um, but I, I was like a little unsure about the, um, I'm trying to remember what they call it, Happy Home Designer Island uh-huh. yeah. or something like that. Um, cause I did not play the 3ds one okay. and like, I love animal crossing, but I just feel like I don't ever really get all that into the home decoration stuff. Like I just kind of put what I like out and I'm just like, all right, this is it. This is what yeah. I want. And now I'm done. But with this DLC, um, it's just really satisfying and like oh, that's cool. relaxing and you know you go and you have a, a villager visiting this set of islands and they say i want um my dream vacation home to um, be a place with a lot of trees mm. and then so it'll give you a set of items that you have to use and then some like recommended items but then you can also just kind of do whatever and you can you know decorate their home and like outside their home and then uh i i think you are paid based on how well they like it and i because i know like the 3ds one you could pretty much do whatever and like just put toilets everywhere and they would be like i love it but uh, I haven't <laughs> I haven't tested that yet to see how uh, how strict they are about it on this one. I just haven't honestly wanted to. Um, so I'm kind of <laughs> curious about that. But I mean, so far, uh, my experience has been that the villagers are like, yeah, this rules. And then I get uh, money that isn't bells. I think they call it pokey. And then uh, I buy a TV VCR with it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like, yeah, this is cool. But like you also have to like go up to uh, like change into like a work uniform and they give you like 
all these different new clothes that you can use to um, like set your own work uniform. So like in the first mm. Animal Crossing, that was something that you kind of had to do was wear a work uniform, but they just give you like one shirt and they're like, this is it. This is what you're wearing. But in like this one, you <laughs> have like a bunch of different clothes that you can choose from and you kind of get to make up your own uniform, which I thought was like a nice little kind of surprise addition. Yeah. Um, along with this, you have some like new characters. And so the whole um, area here is ran by Lottie, but she also has um, this little monkey friend whose name I have forgotten, but uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter because he is not Wardell who is the best. He's the best new addition to animal crossing <laughs> this week. And I love him very much. And he's what, just like, what is he? What does he do? I think he's, I think he's a manatee, and he's like uh, runs. A manatee? I think he's a manatee. I'm pretty I sure you said it was a monkey. Well, that no, no, no. There's a monkey, but then oh, okay. uh, it doesn't matter what his name is because I can't remember it, and he's not Wardell, and Wardell is the best. <laughs> and so uh, I think so. The monkey guy, he'll just like kind of escort you around the island and like kind of um, be there to kind of be your coworker when talking okay. with the other animals that are uh, that you're working for but wardell runs like the island shop where you spend the currency that you earn and so he's just like uh yeah that this is what we got uh <laughs> it'll be something different tomorrow <laughs> he's just like i don't know he's just a big himbo and i love him and uh <laughs> wardell wardell's good um yeah, I don't know. That's kind of all I really have to say about this, I guess. I just That's am good. really enjoying this, all this new Animal Crossing content. And uh, it has just made me feel very, very happy and very cozy. And I feel like it came out a, at a very good time because it's just very nice to curl up with a blanket and play Animal Crossing and like yeah. have something on in the background it's just i don't know yeah. something about that it's just nice you know yep um but we do have one last game to talk about don't we jordan yes we do uh so we both have played unpacking recently um unpacking it is developed by developer Witchbeam. And it was provided to us by the publisher, Humble. So uh, thank you, Humble, for providing us with review codes for this. I, I also didn't realize beforehand that uh, Witchbeam also created Assault Android Cactus. Oh, well, that which makes is, sense Which is why there's now. <laughs> an Assault Android Cactus figure in the game. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> that checks out. Um, so unpacking is available on the eShop, obviously for $20 and is also available on PC and, uh, on game pass. Um, so unpacking, let's unpack our thoughts on unpacking. (laughs) Uh, if, (laughs) if you haven't seen unpacking yet, uh, it is a, um, game about unpacking. It is a game about unpacking, but it's a lot more than just a game about unpacking. Whenever I first saw this There's a game, lot to unpack here. Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. Uh, whenever I first saw this game in like a humble um, 
direct, I just immediately fell in love with it and was like, hey, uh, that looks like a game for me. But like yeah. at the time, I didn't really know what it was besides like you unpack things. And I was uh-huh. just like, I don't I don't know why, but I need to do that. Um <laughs> But what this game really is, it's it's level based and it does a lot of storytelling with uh, not any like hardly any dialogue. You just get like some like kind of written dialogue um, at the end of levels. It's, it's environmental storytelling. The game. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of uh, storytelling just done through the uh, the environment. That's called environmental storytelling. Maybe you've heard of it. Um, <laughs> but like. Each level is, like, basically a new life event. So, like, the first level is, like, oh, wow, my first room. And the story is, uh, the environmental storytelling comes from all of the different items that you unpack into these new rooms. And so, some items you see, like, in every single level. Like, you carry this item with you from, like, childhood to adulthood, some items yeah. like get replaced. Some items get left behind. Um, and so you really kind of learn a lot about this girl that you're playing as and what's important to her and who she is without ever seeing her or like really hearing her. Um, so, I mean, like, obviously you don't know every single thing about her, but it's really... Mm-hmm kind of says a lot about i guess just who we are and how yeah and how our lives develop um, around a lot of the things that we collect because yeah you like i know that she's an artist and i know that um you know i i know some of the food she likes and i know like that she likes video games and like all this stuff that you learn from it's, cr- it's crazy unpa- like like even like her you can even learn like her nash her ethnicity you can learn like her um like her how what her health is like there's all these different things like that was something that really struck me was like how her health changes as the game goes on and you learn like mm-hmm. th- you know things about her health and you also learn things about like i don't i don't want to spoil anything because it's like that's the entirety yeah. of the game is like even the fact that that she is a girl like you learn that in the first yeah. level and it's like yeah. i don't know it's like you that's all it gives you it's just like the things that you're putting away or unboxing out of these boxes and, it, and putting in places in the room it's such a unique gameplay mechanic and one that i just am surprised that they're able to create conflict and like resolutions from just like unpacking <laughs> and yeah, so it's wild. when when you're unpacking these rooms you pretty much have free reign to place items wherever you want you can open drawers you can open um different uh different like doors into closets and like place things on top of other items um yeah. but once you're done depending on where you've put things the game might say uh this is like not where this should be and like, oh, yeah, this needs, this there's needs not to necessarily go in either like a certain place or, or a different place kind of. Yeah. And so like, there's not necessarily, um, just one right place for these items, but yeah. like uh, one time I put the toaster in the bathtub just as a, as a joke. 
but I act, but it actually gave me an achievement for that. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You, in those achievements, you also, um, speaking of which, that's kind of like one of the few kind of replayability aspects of this game are those achievements because you also get like little stickers from doing yeah that. for like for like putting things in certain places or like and it gives you and it, it gives you hints like when you go to the sticker book it gives you hints and says like i'm trying to think of one i don't know it'll say like this doesn't this doesn't go in the bathtub you know and then you have to figure out what that is right you know exactly yeah. um and it's like yeah and if or you figure like, it out then you get a, then you get a sticker and you can and that those basically count as achievements i think i got one that like the description said like best friends forever. And it was yeah. like, because I, I placed two uh, stuffed animals next to each other on the bed. Yeah, um, exactly. And they were like ones that she had had since the first level. Yeah. Uh, and it's really interesting because people will play this in so many different ways. And I think there's going to be probably a lot of people that miss out on a lot of story elements or maybe just mm-hmm. don't even like pay attention to the story stuff at all and are just wanting to go through with the mechanic and um but also like people are going to place things in different spots so like when you're unpacking the kitchen you might think like like some people the french press they're like I'm going to use that every single day so I want that yeah, on the counter sense. near the sink but some people maybe they only drink coffee on the weekends and so they're like oh i'm gonna put the french press on top of the refrigerator yeah um, that makes a lot, i never thought about that but there is like a certain element of personalization to some of the stuff like for instance like i always put like there's like you have video games she has she always yeah. has like, this small the small collection of video games and i always like like put the like put the games like separate from each other like i would divide the different consoles like yep, separate from yep. each other <laughs> i did the uh, same thing like, and then there, but, but at the end, there was one point when I was just like hurrying through because I was just like, okay, I'm just, there's so many books and she has so many books and games now. And I just started like just throwing them all up on the shelf and it worked and it let me do that. So, <laughs> and I mean, that also can like play into like the story stuff because I don't know yeah. really how old she is supposed to be at the end. She's not like elderly or anything, but she is yeah. an adult at the end. Uh, and so, I mean, as you get older in life, maybe she just doesn't have time to organize that stuff anymore. And she just wants to throw it on the shelf and like move on to the other stuff that needs to be done. So like that, I think she's supposed to be like into it. Yeah. I think she's supposed to be like in her thirties cause she goes to college. Oh crap. I don't want to spoil. Okay. I don't want to spoil anything. I won't say anything else. Yeah. Um, (laughs) it's really smart. All the different ways that they incorporate story things into this game because you'll get to like a point where you have a roommate and then you have to like figure out, okay, well, I don't really have room for, you know, putting this where I want to because their stuff is here. And so like, we kind of have to figure out, okay, well, I guess this drawer will be mine. This drawer will be theirs. And like, I I would like to, you know, have more room for this, but I, I gotta, you know, make this work for both of us. Yeah. Um, it is cool too, and, because you can, you can even learn about the, per, about this character's relationships with the other people in their life, because sometimes it'll let you move their stuff around and other times it won't like mm-hmm. there's, there'll be a point when you're moving in with someone and it's like, Oh, I can't move their stuff. 
because I don't like know them that well, you know, but then like you'll move it in with someone else and it'll be like, oh, and now I'm allowed to like move their stuff around. Um, yeah. And it's so, like even that like says something about, you know, the person, like which person they're moving in with and for what reason and stuff. Yeah. So like, there's yeah. So sometimes, that, sometimes there's an element of like, I got to make sure their stuff fits here and my fit stuff fits here. And it's, and it's like, that's where the challenge comes in sometimes is like, how do I fit all of this into this space? You know? And, and that creates some moments of, um, like I got frustrated at one point because I was like, I do not know where they want me to put this. Like I cannot figure out why I can't, place this like there's nowhere to place it over here yeah i can i can place this here but the game is telling me no um mm-hmm. and that uh without getting into the uh the reasonings there because it's like story related yeah um, it was it was telling the story in that through moment. that frustration I, yeah so, through that so yeah, cool it, yes yeah <laughs> And so you end up finding the one place that you can put it. And I'm sorry that I'm being so vague, but I just, this is like, I think one of the most crucial moments of the game, really. Yeah. Um, It was like a a really cool reveal. And so you're just like, when, when you do figure out how to move past that puzzle, uh, you're just like, Oh, okay. So this is telling me a lot about, what's happening at this point in this girl's life and who yep. these, yeah, these characters are. Um, yep. and I've just, there's not any really any other games like this. And it's just really, really cool. They do a lot with the music and the art as well. Oh, the music's really art, good. Yeah. The it's music's so fantastic. Good. And I, and, and I, I love how it doesn't constantly loop. Sometimes it just like after the song ends, it has like silence and environmental noises for a while. And the mm-hmm. song will come back later on. So you never get sick of the music. Um, yeah, which I thought that's was really smart. That actually reminds me of something else I wanted to mention is like, this is a puzzle game, but so many puzzle games have some sort of restriction, I guess, where yeah. like you need to complete this in X amount of time or yes. you you need to complete this with, you know, making sure you use this, this, and this, but this is, a or, or it'll game. be like, Oh, you got, you got a B rank, right? When you could have got, yeah, an a rank. yeah. But this is a puzzle game that completely lets you play at your own pace and play how you want to play. And, you know, we, we talked about how you have to put items in certain spots to progress, um, occasionally, but there's even an accessibility option where you can just kind of turn that off. Uh, yeah. I think you it's, would, it's, miss out on a lot but um it, it's there if you want it yeah also like the um uh, that's something actually I, I forgot to mention about dusk earlier it's funny because these games are like polar opposites in every single yeah. <laughs> way um but that's something that dusk does really well too is it also doesn't have that that pressure of like ranking or whatever it just tells you at the end of each level like you know uh, this level took you 15 minutes and you killed this many enemies out of this many and it and i kind of made me realize like you know, whenever you play Doom back in the day and you're like, oh, I missed out on these secrets. I want to go find those. Like, you don't have to do that. And there, that is sort of an open play, like, thing that I wish more games would do because it feels like 
a lot of games these days are like, oh, you got, I, I don't like ranking systems in games. I think it's one of the things I've never liked about platinum games is they just always are like, oh, you got a B rank or a bronze rank. And I'm like, why would you do that to me, man? Like, of course I already want to get better at the game, but this just makes me feel like I'm playing it wrong, you know? And like, um, and I really like how this game and Dusk don't do that. They're just kind of like, here's the facts of how, of like what you did. You can do more if you would like, you know, there's, uh, there's more secrets for you to find if you want to go back and find them, but that's totally up to you. And I really appreciated that about this game because it does feel like you're playing at your own pace and it's, yeah, because like this game, despite doing all these things that we're talking about, which is really cool, it's still a very relaxing experience. I never felt pressured at all in this game. Like I was always having a good time and always ready to go back to it. I mean, I, I guess really the only other thing that I wanted to kind of talk about um, in regards to this game is this game is not super long, but I don't no, think it's it not. needs That's, to be. Here's I've got like three minor, like not not even complaints, but just like asterisks for all of my praise, which are one, it's super short. So like you need to know that you can finish, you can knock this out. And like, I think I finished it in like three evenings worth of like playing yeah. for like an hour or two each, uh, which felt yeah. perfect to me. Like I wasn't That's... sick. I wasn't like sick of it. I I liked it, but yeah, I would have played more if there was more available. Yeah. Yep. I would have immediately dove it into it. I, so um, I thought the way that they, uh, they do the menus, um, arc, like choosing a save file is like a yeah, me, picture here, album. Dude. And yeah. so I thought when I got to the end of that one, I was like, okay, that's part one of three. And I thought there yeah. was going to be like two more parts with like two other people's stories or like a continuation or something. And no, not the case. <laughs> yeah. I would have really appreciated more just because I like this game a lot and I would have paid for more too. Uh, but yeah, no, I get it. Um, the other, the other kind of complaint is, I think, more Switch-related than anything. Like, this is very obviously designed for PC and mouse controls. Uh, and so, with the Switch, you're, like, basically moving a cursor oh, around the whole time yep. and clicking on mm -hmm. things. And sometimes it can make it, like, kind of hard to figure out, like... How, like if you can place an item in a cabinet or whatever, because the game's 2d visuals yeah. are gorgeous, but you can't rotate the camera at all. And so you're yeah. like, can I, can I squeeze this back in here? You, um, I think, I think you can zoom in a little bit. Can't you? Yeah, you can a little bit. And it, so that's one thing actually I really appreciated is the zoom in feature changes depending if you're playing on in docked or portable mode. And it like, Oh, I, can, I don't think I ever even played it docked actually on this one. Yeah. And so like it, it's, um, I mostly played it docked actually, and it lets you zoom out further in docked mode. So you get like more of the image, but like, yeah, I don't know. It's cool. I think speaking of, um, those control issues, my only real big complaint, I think with the game is that you can go in and like change the speed of the cursor, but mm -hmm. even at like as high as it goes, it's still kind of slow. And yeah, you don't, I and you don't really it need it to move a little bit faster. Yeah, and I can see that, but it didn't for me. I was just kind of like, yeah, but you also need it to make these little, these real accurate movements. So I don't know. It for me, that's a really because sometimes I hear people say like, oh, this game was obviously designed for PC, and I think to myself like, well, then I'm not going to buy it on Switch. I think this is a perfect Switch game. Honestly, I never yeah. had a. There, there was never a point where I was like, oh man, I wish I would have got this on PC. But there and were you a can also, when I, when I thought, oh, I can see how this was designed, 
this this worked better on PC with mouse controls. So if you uh, if your preference is equal on both, I would say maybe consider playing it on PC. But honestly, it's great either way. And if it matters to you at all, you can also um, just play with touch controls. So like you can just oh play I didn't it realize that like a tablet game. Oh, I never realized that. That's perfect. <laughs> That's yep. crazy. Because because I think I mostly played in docked mode, so I never even thought about that. But yeah, that makes sense. Um, there was one other thing. I'm trying to remember what it was. Um, the length, the controls. I think it was that the even though the pixel art is like really gorgeous and amazing, uh, it like sometimes the objects are hard to make out. Like, what is this? Like, there's a couple times where I was like. What am I looking at? And yeah. the de- the devs have actually like, and they've they've worked really hard to make sure that that doesn't happen. Like, the, I can't believe how detailed some of, some of this pixel art is. But like, the devs have even joked about it on Twitter because they have all these zoomers contacting them. Because in the game, minor spoilers, she owns a GameCube, but it's like a you know, it's like a not copyright breaking GameCube. It's obviously a GameCube, but it like looks a little different. And all these zoomers are contacting them and being like, what the hell is this item and where do I put it? Because <laughs> GameCubes don't look like a video game console. So of course, like kids that have never seen one in real life are like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, and so like if there are, there might be items where you're like, uh, you know, I don't know what this is. Oh, I, res- I just remembered what my other complaint was. It's not even really a complaint. It's just a minor nitpick. But sometimes like, you- like there's a point when you like move into an apartment in like 2007. And when I was going through the apartment, I was like, none of this furniture looks like 2007. This looks very modern. Um, and like, there's a couple points like that where I was like, uh, I kind of wish that this had more of a, 90s vibe or more of an early 2000s vibe um they they do a great job for the most part on some of that stuff and maybe it's because these folks are in canada or something where or i think it's in australia actually i think the development studio is in australia maybe in australia things did look like that in 2007 but in the u.s they just didn't but there were a few points where i was kind of like that looks a little modern for like 2005 guys um but you know most people probably won't even think about that so (laughs) Those are my very, very, very minor nitpicks. I like other than that, I think this game is like fantastic across the board. I just I have to find something to criticize, I guess. And if I had if you held a gun to my head, those would be like my three things. Yeah, I don't I feel like I've gotten pretty much everything out that I wanted to say about the game. Um, I kind of had sort of big expectations for this just because it's. I don't know. As soon as I saw it, I was like, yeah, that seems like an Addison game. And uh, it really just kind of blew those expectations out of the water. Um, so I, and I, than... and I was the opposite. I was the opposite. Like, you know, we got they gave us two codes, but I was just kind of like, yeah, it looks neat, but it's probably not my thing. And then so I had zero expectations. And then once I started playing it, I was like, this is incredible. I'm so glad I actually played this. So that's if you're someone yeah. who sees this and you're kind of like, I don't know if this is my thing. My experience was, you know, I didn't think it was, and it wound up being one of my favorite games this year. So maybe give it a shot. Yeah, I I was kind of surprised at how much you enjoyed it, but I'm really glad you did. Um, well, the the re- I think the reveals of some of those story moments make you feel like really smart in some ways, but it's just this perfect balance where you're like, when something clicks and you learn, you realize something about the character, you're just like, oh my god! Like it's just a really cool reveal moment, and I always love that stuff. So. Yeah, it's damn. You know what? You know what console this game would have been like incredible on? 
the Nintendo DS. DS. That's yep. like the whole time I was playing it, I was like, this is like, this feels like a lost DS game I never got to play. And oh, uh, man, yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. Really good. Damn. <laughs> I want, like and it kind of so has bad that, now. <laughs> yeah, I know, and it kind of has that vibe of like that era of Professor Layton and Ace Attorney type games. It does, this, yeah, where it's just yeah. like, hey, this is like a weird thing, but also very Nintendo. So yeah, just like kind of experimental, Damn. but like lots of cool like storytelling and stuff. Yeah, I like I like unpacking a lot. I for me, I, I'm very tempted to give it an essential. Because I, I like it that much. But I think I'm that giving, there are some people out there it's just not going to be for. So I'm going to say buy it. So <clears throat> that's... I When I thought about this, I originally was coming from it in that same way and going to give it a buy it. But I thought about it more. And I was like, there are very few of us, especially in America, where you are just going to have one room your whole life and like you unpack stuff like once or never. And so like, it's a universal experience where everyone has these life events that happen and like, you know, you move out of the house and like get your own place or you move into a, a, a dorm or something. Since that's like something that I think pretty much everyone can identify with. Um, and it's such an easily understood mechanic, and if you're paying attention, an easily understood story, I feel like it's an essential. You know what? I, I'm going to change my score. I think it's an essential, too. Because, like, as you were saying that, I remembered this moment in the game where it actually made me nostalgic for a part of my life that I've always kind of looked back on with, like, disdain. And I was sort of like man, like that was, there, there were some cool things about, you know, having to go through that part of my life. And it's like, not, there hasn't been any other game that's really made me reflect on like my own, you know, my own life and my own situations in that kind of way, at least not recently. And so, yeah, I'm going to give it an essential because just because this game fucking owns, it's very good. Yeah, it's great. Highly recommend it. If at the very least, like if you're just like, I don't think this is for me, but you have Game Pass, at least just download it off Game Pass and yeah. give it a go. It's like oh, absolutely. less than a gig. It's it's worth, you know, playing through at least the first level. It'll take you I just, like I, no time at all. I, I, I'm at a point in my life where like I will pay, I will drop 20 bucks on a game that's only going to last me a few hours if I get this much enjoyment out of it. Yeah. And it's just it's like, it just seems like a, it. It's, it seems like a no brainer to me to just like buy this, you know, knock it out in a weekend and just like get back to your life and I don't know. It's just, it's so good. It's awesome. It doesn't, there's like no pressure to it. I don't feel like I have to, I'm going to, I'm like, it's, I'm adding to my back backlog. It's just feels like an excellent game, but I'm really glad I played. Yeah. If so. you know, we both kind of play through this in like three separate evenings, but you could also just easily do this in one sitting on like a Saturday or Sunday afternoon. And it would be perfect yeah, if, for that. And if you're, I think if you're, if you're like <laughs> people, people spend 15, $20 to rent, a movie that they watch for two hours. Like this is when you were, when you were saying that. that I, when you were saying that I was just like picturing and unpacking speed runner and what that would look like. <laughs> uh, we laugh, but that will happen. <laughs> Hi guys. Welcome to my tool assisted speed run of unpacking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Publisher humble. Thank you again for sending us those codes. Developer, which beam, 
Um, and it's available on the eShop, the PC, and the Xbox. Um, I was trying to see if we had any questions, and we don't on Twitter. Uh, I didn't ask for any on Discord. I'm sure we don't have any there, but I'm going to just double check. Hey, Addison, uh, I have a question did, for you. Yeah. Did Do you know how much longer we have until more JoJo's anime? Uh, like less than a month, I think. Yes, sir. Which I had, I didn't, yeah, I, I had didn't that. realize it was that soon, and I was neither kind of did I. My mind, like I remember seeing the trailer and seeing that it was that soon, but then like I just forgot about it, and then like a month or a month ago, like yesterday, um, someone like brought that up, and I was like, oh shit, that is like very soon, huh? <laughs> oh man, I. Which is good because I was just thinking the other day of how sad I am that I don't have any JoJo's to watch. Did you can end I, up watching I, all of part I, five? No, I'm doing that this month. Um, so like October becomes horror movie fest for me, and then I eventually get horror movie burnout at the end. And November always becomes uh, let's watch a bunch of anime for me. Because <laughs> yeah. for some reason it's just like if I need a palate cleanser from a bunch of gory like horror movies, anime just always fits that for me for some reason. Um, Hold on. But the reason I remembered that is because I saw someone tweet this image that said, oh, my God, Jojo Stone Ocean Netflix leaked. Look, and it's this this episode title. It says Bobine Bubo. And then the description says Bobine Bubo B Bubo Big Boobs. Big Bubo honk, <laughs> honk a bonks booby Bobo goes to jail. Oh, no. Hot women. E booby boob boob. Honkas. <laughs> What the, <laughs> uh, the lesbians are all right man i i really appreciate uh, <laughs> i really appreciate lesbian twitter <laughs> oh man i'm very excited for that i'm very excited to yeah. watch more jojos um yeah so uh you have anything else before we wrap things up here i'm trying to think if there was anything else that we needed to tackle. Um, I think, what are we going to talk about in our next episode? Oh, I've got a review for Toem Shin coming. Shin Megami Tensei 5. Shin Megami Tensei, God. I'm like, oh, you know, what am I going to play this month? I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah, that's coming. Um, also, I'm reviewing Toem currently right now. If I don't know why you'd be listening to this, but if someone from Pop Agenda is listening, I'm just not far enough to review it yet, okay? I'm working on it. But I'm reviewing Toem right now. It's a cool photography game. It, yeah, it's neat. Oh, I also forgot to mention in my Dusk review that it has like all the all the cool hip switch features like gyro aim and HD rumble and all that shit. I forgot to mention it, but I just assume everyone has that now. But I guess some games don't. Anyway, there's my there's there's my additions to my reviews from 45 minutes ago. All right. Well, uh, good additions. Uh, anything else? Um, I'm excited for this pay-per-view on the 14th. Am I going to watch it at your house? I, I was going to ask you, uh, I wasn't going to do it while we were recording, but I was going to ask you if you wanted to come over and watch that. I didn't know if you were, uh, if you're planning on watching it or not. I kind of want to. Um, I probably will. We'll see. Oh yeah. It depends on the boy. It depends on my son. Bring him over. Show him, show him the other boys. <laughs> yeah, that's a great thing for one-year-olds to watch is uh, yeah, violence. Is. Like people shedding real blood on television. Hell yeah. Hey, <laughs> he's got to learn at some point. Why not now? <laughs>
We just won't show him the Nick Gage Invitational. It'll be fine. Yeah, we just we'll just show him all the wrestling parts without any of the punching. Yeah. 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 There you go. <laughs> hey, Mitzi said she might want to go to wrestling sometime. Are you shitting me? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> what the fuck? All right, that rules. <laughs> uh. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for listening to Pocktoid episode 192, 192 of them in 12 years. <laughs> what is, how does that divide up? How does that divide up? I don't know. Year? All right. Let's see. That's, let's just do this is that real ten ep- quick. That's, that's, ten, that's 10 episodes a year. No, I'm so stupid. That'd it's be 120 16. episodes. Okay. That's it's not terrible. That's like, that's like, a, that's like over one a month. Yeah, we we do average over one a month for the last 12 years. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it, you know. We're still stupid though. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did really well until the pandemic, honestly. We were like on a consistent schedule every single week, and then that pandemic hit and it just sent us right back into 2016 mode. <laughs> yeah, sure did, huh? It sent us into yep. a lot of modes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, um, again, thank you for listening and go join the discord and hang out and be our friends. It's a, uh, it's a good time in there. There's a lot of, of good people talking about stuff and, uh, yeah, you can go visit some animal crossing islands and get some Pikmin friends and walk some Pikmin friends. Oh, you know what? Something I forgot to mention earlier. I'll just throw it what? in here right now. I, I think it's like worth a mention though. I, uh, last night, played some nintendo 64 online oh and, no how'd uh, that go actually really good <laughs> oh sweet i was expecting it to be just terrible but it felt completely normal i didn't see any slowdown at all um, i think some people just have bad internet man the, their the worst do. part worst part of it was that i was still playing mario kart 64 so oh, shut uh, the hell up shut up hey <laughs> Tell me the next time you're doing that. I would have played with you guys. It was like a just random, like spur of the moment thing at like 1 a.m. So, oh yeah, you're right. Uh, I'm never up till 1 a.m. I'm just saying that it was <laughs> that someone was like, "Hey, you want to do this real quick before you go to sleep?" And I was like, "Yeah, all right." Um. Anyways, damn. Thank you for listening, and we want to say thank you to the artists that let us use their music for our intro and outro. The intro is Time Trials by Hyper Potions, and the outro is Hut by the River by Sound Market. Uh, so we, once again, thank you to Time Trials and, or sorry, to Hyper Potions and Sound Market for letting us use their music. What, I was are you laughing because say, I almost got through it without screwing something up, and at the last so, second I screwed it up? He was so close. Yeah, leave it in. I'm not doing it again. Thank you. Thank you for listening. We love you. We love you. We love you. Bye. Bye. (laughs) 